Good evening, champion parents, and welcome to our platform where we discuss topics that are real, relatable, and right on time. Come talk to Dr. Pert, Miss April, and me, Miss Lisa, this evening at 313-837-1340. Today, let's discuss how to handle parenting when it seems as though your co-parent is not supportive. Hello, ladies. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Monday. Hello. Yes, happy Black History Month. What's up, Dr. Park? Hey, how are you? Great. What you got going on today? So I just want our listeners to know that co-parenting is a process where two parents work together to raise a child, even though they may be divorced or separated and no longer live together. Can you all think of an example of co-parenting? A few. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you all may know somebody or maybe you might be a co-parent yourself. I am a co-parent. I am definitely uh, a co-parent. Yep, I'm a co-parent, and I share parenting responsibilities with my children's father and his wife. So, yes, we uh, we work pretty well together. Great. Kudos. So, great. <laughs> so, an example of co-parenting is when a divorced mother and father share legal and physical custody of their child. So tell me this, ladies, can two parents live together in the same house and co-parent? Absolutely. That's the co-parenting way. Okay, so when it's the father's turn, it's go in the basement. It's your father's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Go to your mama. Ask her the question. (laughs) Okay, so before we talk more about this topic, it's time for Spits and Giggles. Spits and Giggles in the hip Spits and Giggles. Hey. <laughs> right. The, that was a nice the beat, beat. The beat drop. Yeah, so pay attention, you all, because I have a treat for you. This is the other side of Miss Lisa. Co-parenting is a job sometimes hard to understand. You may feel your co-parent can catch these hands, <laughs> but slow down and communicate. Don't debate. Listen to the other. There's a lot on their plate. Co-parenting is a skill taught over time. However, sometimes you just need a bottle of wine. And long, deep breaths will help you keep you keep you fine and in line because stress, my dear, is a waste of time. But you can scream, though. Try not to make a scene, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you a champion. You the best, though. Make a plan and be ready to go because it's real. Relatable okay. and right on time. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's I like the end. That. I like that. Yeah. And that was spits and giggles. That's live. I like that. So, ladies, how often should co-parents communicate when they are communicating with one another? As often as it takes. Um, All the time. Yeah, because you just never know. Um, I think communication should be consistently because, Mm -hmm. you know, so much goes on in the child's life. And co-parents should be aware of the various facets or the various activities that are going on. So I think it's not a minimum or a maximum amount. I mean, I feel like it's as many times as needed, as long as it's about the child. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you got to stay focused. Yeah, that's um, great advice. So a healthy co-parent relationship consists of communication, and co the communication should always be respectful. And both parents should have the best interest of the child, and one parent should not be trying to manipulate the yes. other uh, to form an allegiance with that child because mm -hmm. they're still angry that the relationship went south. Yes. And I believe that both parents um, need to recognize that the child needs to have both their parents' affection. That's right. And can I add, uh, Dr. Pert, uh, you said something very key that the child should not be trying to form an allegiance uh that the parents should not be trying to form an allegiance uh, with the child. To gain and favor. Exactly, yeah. because you know what? When it when it happens, it's temporary, and it may end up backfiring it, on you. Because absolutely. believe me, if they formed an allegiance with you, honey, when it's time for the other parent um, to, you know, and it'll just keep going back and forth. So that's a really good point. Right. When that other parent gives out a demand or directive that's not favorable to the child, they are definitely going to form an allegiance with the other parent. So it's just always uh, best that each parent has the best interest of the child and they make decisions that will support that individual child. And right. it's, imp it's imperative that the child sees that, oh, I cannot play my mother against my father or my father against yes. my mother. When they, when they make decisions about me, they both agree. That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So according to Help Guide, research suggests that the quality of relationships between co-parents can have a strong influence on the child mentally as well as the emotional well-being. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think it's very important. You know, it does help a child develop and be more effective in their childhood if the co-parents were on the same page yeah. and had a healthy relationship. It definitely determines, you know, um, has a, a grave impact on a child and their development. I think so, and I think it also shows the child that, hey, two adults may not have been able to get along, get along in a relationship, you know, but now I can see that, hey, you know, they're able to problem solve and work out situations as mature people should do. Right. So I think that it teaches the children how to communicate with other people mm -hmm. even when they have disagreements. Agreements. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think also that the child might also look at it like, you know, I know that, again, my parents weren't a good fit together, but look at what they're willing to do for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come but together I, for the greater good. That's good, Miss Lisa. Absolutely. Thank you. And I was also thinking about, like, what type of, when you say support, you know, what type of, um, you know, just for our listeners, what type of uh, area would they ever feel as though they're not getting uh, support uh, from the other parent? Like, what, what type of issues would come up? So I was, you know, one, I was thinking maybe lack of communication, um, academic support. You know, um, sometimes you may have one parent that's going to the parent-teacher conferences, you know, and the other parent can't make it, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I don't know what other ways you guys. But then maybe the the parent they can't make it. Maybe they're emailing the they child, can email, um, right. the, the teachers, because they can't necessarily be there physically because of work conflict. But as right. long as they're actively engaged, making some type of communication, yeah, effort. yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. I, I think that's the way of co-parents supporting one another. Like, hey. You do this? You, yeah. yeah. In yeah. this area, if I'll support you in this area. And like Miss April said, as long as they're engaged Some and they're communicating work. about the progress when it comes to, you know, their child academically, I think that, hey, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. But I think also some co-parents may... Um, Effective co-parent model may be, okay, you handle the academics, I handle mm -hmm. discipline. You handle this area, I handle this area. So that's okay, too. You know, right. it just depends on what works best for you as long as, you know, all the child's needs are being met. That's true. And it doesn't mean that you, that that's the only thing that you, I, like if I'm doing sports, that you can't do sports, too. But um, but still to designate, like, certain things to, uh, you know, whatever you're more interested in. Right. So just so that one person won't be feel overwhelmed Probably or overburdened. Over you know, it's still a shared responsibility because some people's strengths are one. Yeah. And other, you know, other strengths are, you know, it, it differs. But as long as you're communicating and making sure the child's um, needs are being met. That's uh, true. I agree. Um, great points, ladies, because one parent may be strong advocating for their child in academics, mm -hmm. and the other one may be better at disciplining. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's important for individuals as a champion parent to recognize what your strengths are. And if you know that you're not good at disciplining your child, let the other uh, parent handle uh, that area. But if you know that you are always successful with communicating with the teachers about your child's academic process, then let that parent handle uh, the academics. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, just like how you said, I think that was great takeaways mm -hmm. for our listeners. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also important that uh, parents understand that kids suffer when um, the other parent does not, when a parent doesn't realize that if the parent drops the ball that the other parent doesn't try to pick it up because I have heard people say, you know, um, well, he can't do it or she can't do it. I'm not, you know, getting ready to give up my time or my weekend. And then it's like when you look at it, um, who's getting hurt? The child is getting help, mm -hmm. hurt because they are missing out on a favorite activity or some, something like that. So sometimes you have to put your egos to the side and you got to give up your time and say, you know what, the other parent has to work. Let mm -hmm. me go ahead and step in and do what I have to do. Mm -hmm. I have to give up my time, you know, but the rewards will be later. I agree um, with that. And did you all know that there's a such um, thing as parallel parenting? Oh no! It still sounds like co-parenting. <laughs> just a, it, it is a it, creative it, name, it, exactly. <laughs> and you know, as I was doing the research, I found out about parallel parenting on Men's Rights Divorce Law dot com because mm. you know. Men do have rights yes, they for do. their children. And basically, parallel parenting allows the parents to spend time with their child independently to minimize risk that their um, unhealthy relationship would be harmful to the child. So it's basically when two parents can't get along and they have exhausted all types of, you know, ways to try to get along for the child and they are 
unable to, that's when parallel parenting comes into play. It's basically like you stay in your lane, I stay in my lane, and it just minimizes the interaction between two parents. Mm-hmm. Have you all? Uh, do you have you all ever witnessed that situation before, or been in that type of situation where you know, like, hey, I'm not getting along with this person, so I'm gonna have to minimize my interaction. I could definitely see that it happening because sometimes if you can't necessarily get along you still have to accomplish um, certain goals, and that being, you know, goals in your child's life. So I can definitely see that as, as an effective method, that you both are not giving up, but you're just, you know, trying to figure out a means to make sure that you both are active. I guess I'm trying to understand, like, is there a mediator that, um, because even if I'm, you know, uh, if we're not getting along and uh, we just can't see the eye to eye, like, is there a mediator or is it more so that the parent is trying to determine, like, okay, let me uh, let me uh, determine the difference between uh, my personal views and what's best for the child? Like, is it that, like, you know, or is there a mediator? It can be a mediator, I okay. think. And, and I think whoever the mediator is should be a neutral. Neutral person, right? Yes. Yeah. Where it's, it can't be your mama, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, you know, they only have the best interests of the child, you know. What's the movie with, uh, mm, what's his name, Morris Chestnut? And what's our girl named Jennifer Holiday? And who was playing the daughter? Jennifer Holiday. Is it Jennifer? Wait, what's her name? Not Jennifer Gabrielle Holiday. Gabrielle Union? No, was it? Uh, no, not Jennifer Holiday. What's the lady? Jennifer Hudson? What's the? I'm, it's gonna come back to me. Okay. Let's move on. I'm, I'm gonna tell you all in a minute because Morris Chestnut. I guess he was a uh, coach for a little league uh, team. And anyway, the mother was very uh, opinionated. She's a comedian. Is it Martin Lawrence? No, baby. Um... No, honey. I know Morris Chestnut. He is too fine. Okay. I'm sorry, Martin. <laughs> it's not like you're not <laughs> fine. Look, you're sorry, Martin. <laughs> if you are listening. <laughs> but it's gonna come. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Pert. I'm going. So what can you do if your co-parent is not supportive? Because you do have those cases out there where it's like, you know, hey, I'm not supporting you. I don't care Mm -hmm. if you are the mother of my child or if you're the father of my child. Well, um, oftentimes it just becomes the entire responsibility of the one parent. Because you can't force anybody to do what they need to do. That's right. You can't. Um, argue or try to coerce or try to force the co-parent to be a part of their child's life. So more often, you know, it just becomes the sole responsibility of one parent and they're picking up the ball and, you know, being in charge of all aspects of their child's life, which, you know, it happens a lot of times because, you know, for whatever reason, the other co-parent may drop the ball. And it's okay, you know, um, we as mothers or we as um, fathers, we um, find a way to, you know, get through and able to manage our children effectively without the um, co-parent. But, yeah, it it is definitely more effective to have the co-parent, but if they are not willing to step up and be responsible, you know, you just have to move on and do what you can. Not be overwhelmed, but, but do what you feel like is best. So the movie is uh, Not Easily Broken. It's with uh, Morris Chestnut, uh, Taraji uh, P. Henson, and Jennifer Lewis. Um, She was the mother of Taraji. And um, 
anyway, she was just very controlling, you know. And finally, at the end of the movie, uh, Taraji had to stand up for her. But she was a trip because he ended up, Morris Chestnut ended up uh, moving out. That's how controlling the mother is. Mm, yeah, okay. so, yeah, so, again, um, to mimic uh, Dr. Pert's uh, fact of, you know, when you get a mediator. Oh, yeah, I remember getting, that movie. Yes, okay. And you know, getting a neutral thinking, person. Mm-hmm. I think you were talking about that mo- movie with Martin Lawrence. You remember he was um, a basketball coach? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we're kind of getting off subject. That's my thing, <laughs> getting <laughs> off subject. But, yeah, he was a, it was called, um, like, Rebound or something. That's what I thought. When you said coach. Oh, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I think it's really important as um, co-parents continue on their relationship for their child that mm-hmm. they have to ask themselves, why aren't we getting along? You know, I had to often think of, uh, because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being real honest, um, I always think because I am a nice person, I'm sweet, and I'm always looking out for the other <clears> person. <throat> And that I always is Lisa this talking. is Miss Lisa talking. So and I always Miss April throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I always feel like my way. Like how could you not like my way? You know. So I had to really give uh, my kids' father. Like I had to even give him props this weekend. Uh, we did a birthday party for my son yesterday, and he did the goodie bags. I mean, you know, he really did a uh, great job with that, and um, just. Communication is what was, uh, what kind of helped us work good together. Uh, communication, and you know, a lot of times I would do stuff by myself, but it would be because I would not ask for his assistance. And so this time, it's like, you know what? Let me ask him, you know, and just and not assume to always take the responsibility. So anyway, that's just a, again, just uh, back to just always. You not I, your way is not always the right way. You have to take yourself out of it, and you know you're the parent, but the co-parent is the parent as well. So you Absolutely. have to respect their views. You know you're intelligent; they're intelligent. Let's put the child first. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just important. You know, hey, just rec- that's just recognizing that everybody do things yeah, differently. That's just because right. you see that okay, this is working for me, or I do this. This is right. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their own method. Yes. How could you not like my way? And that's important. You have to analyze the situation. And as you did in your case, um, Miss Lisa, self-reflection is important. Yes, it is. You have to self-reflect and ask yourself, Am do I value or see the mm-hmm. other viewpoint of the individual? I may yeah. not agree with it, but at the end of the day, we may have to agree to disagree. That's but right. we have to choose and pick a solution that yeah. is the best interest of the child. Yes, for the sake of progress, to being able to move on. And so you have to ask yourself, is this business or personal? Mm-hmm. Business meaning that it's related to the child and basically that it's not about your personal feelings because yes. one parent may not be supporting because they did not want the relationship mm-hmm. to end. Right. And you have to think about it. If you are acting on those feelings, then the child suffers as well. Yeah. Because they all they will see is their parents bickering, not getting along. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, every child wants to see their parents getting along. That's right. And every child wants to feel loved from both 
both parents, mm -hmm. and they deserve that. Yeah, and a lot of kids, when they see parents arguing, especially if it's related to the child, they tend to feel like it's their fault. So again, mm -hmm. you are putting uh, stigmas or putting uh, bad things. Uh, Dr. Perry, you had said some uh, characteristics that the child would have if uh, parents can't work together. So I, I it's... And I they might think yeah. it'd be, and they might feel like it's normal. You know, yeah. they may grow up to develop uh, relationships that are unhealthy based mm -hmm. on what both parents are modeling in the house. Right. Or being combative. Yeah. Always want to argue or yeah, always want to generational pick, mm -hmm. and, uh pride and, you know... So it's just very important that, you know, parents step outside of the box and just respect each other and do what's best for the child. I cannot yes. stress that enough because mm -hmm. you have parents out there, you know, that are that will make a decision because they're angry at the other uh, mm -hmm. parent. Yes, and, and then stop. you can't talk about the parent. The it's it's not good for the child to hear mm -hmm. you talk bad about that parent. That. That's right. You may know their flaws, yes. but at the end of the day, the the child doesn't need to hear you say it because remember they have eyes too and they and they have their own perception of what's going on as well. Right. So let them form their their own opinion yes. about how they feel like mother is treating me, how father may be treating me. Because when you start to spit venom on somebody and it's not true, that child grows up and then they start to look at you differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then help a child stay in a child's place. You know, often, you know, parents want to... Uh, give the child, I guess, too much credit. Um, they discuss a lot of uh, issues with the child about uh, the uh, the co-parent uh, relationship, um, and it's just things that uh, do not need to be discussed in the child. Uh, I mean, in front of them. And yes, let them grow up to let them form their own opinions. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, I think this can just really become a mess when um, parents decide to discuss any and everything in front of um, children. They just don't need to hear everything. Yes, you have to be selective yeah. about what you discuss in front of your children. Mm -hmm. And know that children are always listening. Even if you have your door closed mm -hmm. and you're talking loud, come on now. Ooh. Layla, Layla here stuff. You you have to be very careful. It's okay to vent because we all, you know, have things that we want to vent about, but mm -hmm. find that personal space where your children cannot hear you. Yeah. Even if you have to go to the car or step outside, you yeah. know, yeah. don't let your children get involved in adult Please. business. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, they so that's definitely system. being, you know, lead by example because, you know, you want your child to adapt those healthy communication traits, you know, because we all, you know, feel or want to vent and talk bad about the other um, party. However, it's just not wise to do it in front of the child. Yep. And then sometimes, like, if the co-parent um, is not being supportive or so you think, sometimes you, again, um, going back to you have to look at their situation. Um, you want to um, try to understand what's going on. Like, and you, you all have to realize, you know, I, I look at it like we're a family. I'm no longer with 
uh, my kid's father, and he has since then um, gotten married. Um, however, I still look at us. We are we're a family, regardless of whatever. Because when my kids leave my house, they go over to their house. And how could you not look at that relationship like it's a family relationship? So. Because you are a significant part of my, my children's life, I care about you. So I care about uh, your relationship, you know. I mean, unless they were doing something illegal or malicious or something like that, then I'll try to keep my distance. But if I can be supportive of any way, you know, if I know that they're going out of town and they need to change the weekend, you know, if I really don't have much to do, why not change the weekend, you know. But I sometimes agree. you have to be supportive of the other. And that's a healthy, mature relationship um, when you have two parents that are co-parenting and the other one may have a mate. I think it's important that you teach your children to respect that other individual. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you don't want your kids to catch these hands. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and like you say, it's that village. Mm -hmm. um, it's a village. Yeah, yeah, it's that village when, you know, people come together mm -hmm. and they make uh, decisions that will help the child. Yeah, and then your kids represent you. So I feel like, you know, if my kid's going somewhere acting ignorant and crazy and you ain't my mama said and all this, then that, that's making me look like I'm oh, crazy yeah, or something. Yeah. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Because yeah, so. your children are a representative they of are. you. And you're a representative of your children. That's right. Yeah, so it's important for you to display behaviors and just lead by example. That's right. Or catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, and don't shame or gloat like if you are being supportive of the other parents. Don't shame them and don't gloat about it like, girl, you know, uh, he ain't got no money. You know, he done lost his job, girl. Yeah, that, <laughs> that can be tough. You know, I, yeah, I, I think that we just have to be very conscious about what yes. we say about people just in general because what can happen to the next person can definitely happen to, to you. The next. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we appreciate you for listening and spending your evening with us here on Mommy Talk. For additional information, visit us on our social media platform at mommietalk.com. Come talk to us each and every Monday on 1340 AM or 96.7 FM WCHB Detroit from 7.30 to 8 o'clock PM. All right. Um, tune in next week when we're talking about sibling rivalry. Same time, same place. Mommy Talk out. Thank you for listening to Mommy Talk, the champions of parenting. And remember, you too can be a champion of parenting. Continue to support and love your children. For additional information, you can contact us at info at mommytalk.com or visit our website at www.mommytalk.com. We can also be found via social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mommy Talk Network. Please listen to us every Monday at 7.30 p.m on WCHB Detroit's Gospel Station. Come talk to us.